Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you today. As uh, we mentioned before the break, uh, often we refer to what happens uh, in state houses on Capitol Hill uh, as making the sausage. And usually we say you don't want to see the sausage be made in politics. Uh, I was really excited yesterday. I got the ultimate tip. Uh, from Emily Long. She was the uh, press secretary for Senator Lee back in the day. And uh, she gave me a great tip on uh, John Benyon, who's the deputy attorney general in the great state of Montana, who's actually running for attorney general. And uh, one uh, first uh, attorney general, appreciate you joining us on uh, Inside Sources today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Boyd. Uh, so you you took this to the extreme. You, you took it and proved it one step further that uh, you didn't want people to come together just to watch the sausage being made you wanted them to make the sausage tell us about that yeah i had this crazy idea you know in my family on my mom's side there are uh, germans from russia that have been making tasty sausage for generations and and i've been involved in policy making for a long time and just like you pointed out you can't go to a state house without hearing these comparisons but it's always in a negative context and i think it sells uh, both of those things short. And so I thought, why don't we put things, these two things together? Let's uh, talk about how to make great sausage and also draw parallels on the policymaking. And I think it's been a great success. Uh, it's such a, it's such an awesome idea. So, uh, so you're bringing people together and you brought people from both sides of the political aisle uh, to physically make some sausage. I think you divide it into two teams. Uh, tell us about that, and then let's start looking at some of the lessons from real sausage making uh, and from policy making. Sure, I've done it two years now. It started out pretty small. We did it at my house in Clancy, Montana. It's a small little town. This year, we did it at the Clancy United Methodist Church, uh, just a block from my house. And we had about twenty, both parties, men, women, urban, rural. And we divided up into two teams, and we made uh, my version of breakfast sausage, and we also made uh, some Italian sausage. And it was just, it was a lot of fun, and there's a lot of parallels that you can draw from it. Yeah. And so I think those those lessons are really good, and, and the team building was really good. Awesome. Let's dive into some of those lessons. I, I love that you said the first rule of good sausage making is starting with good ingredients. Uh, what's the parallel to that from the policy side? Well, I think uh, you've got to start with uh, the, the best facts. You've got to start um, with uh, the best information that's going to allow you to craft the best uh, 
solutions to whatever problem you're trying to solve at the policy level. And, you know, it's it's one of those things when you're cooking, it's if you start with garbage, you're probably going to end up with garbage. And so um, it's it's better to start out with better ingredients, and you're going to make better sausage that way. Yeah, it's so important. Uh, getting to the facts, getting the data right, uh, getting all the framing put together uh, is so critical. Uh, I love uh, number six in your rules for good sausage. Again, whether that's real sausage or political sausage, policy sausage. Uh, and that is to, you have to read the recipe. Uh, this is probably one of my biggest pet peeves of my time in Washington uh, was this lack of reading the recipe. How did you play that out? Well, I mean, I, I think uh, we've all tried to make uh, something from scratch. And, and the problem is if you just get maybe the salt wrong or whatever, it can it can lead to a disaster. And, and the same thing is you got to read the bill. And I know that's difficult sometimes when things are moving fast in Washington and these are they're 2,000 page bills or whatever, but I mean, we, we've got to get away from the whole, we need to pass it before we find out what's in it. I mean, people should be expected to read bills, whether it's in the state house or in Congress. Yeah, it's so uh, so vital, as you mentioned, those 2,000-page bills that nobody reads, even some of the shorter ones. I was astonished how many times with a uh, continuing resolution or a funding bill, you'd have 167 pages, but they'd only give you, you know, two and a half minutes to read it before the uh, before the bell was rung to cast the vote. And, and later, of course, you find out there's all kinds of things in there. Uh, we, we found out one year, I remember there was a $10 million allocation, a subsidy for Jamaican rum. Uh, this year, I think there was some for some Kentucky sipping whiskey that I, I think Mitch McConnell may have had something to do with. Uh, but I, I agree. I don't think you should do a recipe for any kind of policy sausage uh, until you've actually read the bill or read the recipe of uh, what this thing is really all about. Absolutely. So, so tell me some of the dynamics of this. If you're just joining us, we've got John Benyon on the line. Uh, he is running for attorney general, is currently the deputy attorney general in the great state of Montana. And uh, we're, we're talking sausage. Uh, John has uh, done this two years in a row now uh, where he's brought members of both parties together to make some real sausage, uh, but also to learn some lessons about the making of sausage in terms of policy. What were some of the dynamics on the teams, the left and right uh, dynamics that played out? So, I mean, we had people, obviously, from all sides of the political spectrum, some very liberal, some very conservative. I also tried to mix it up with having some freshmen with also some veteran lawmakers, because I think people going into politics these days sometimes have a warped view of what policymaking is. If they they watch, uh, you know, cable news or, or talk radio or whatever, they might have a little bit of a warped view of what it's going to be like. And really, when it comes down to it, they need to, like in Montana, they need to pass a budget. And so I think that we actually formed some relationships there early on with some of the freshmen that have allowed them to transcend politics in many ways. I think that the real key to this whole event is I think that the missing ingredient in our politics today is civility. And we've got to figure out a way uh, to get back to that point. And we've got plenty to di- to disagree on, uh, but there are some key things like at the national level, whether it's infrastructure or reducing the, the deficit or figuring out uh, our immigration issues. There are some real things that we need to figure out because they've been languishing way too long. Uh, I, I'm so glad you raised that because I think that's the secret sauce. That may, that may be the ultimate ingredient is having that civility. 
I love this idea of your leadership of bringing people together uh, because we do have so much in common and 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 real conversations that we have to have and you you can only do those if you have trust if you can get comfortable having uncomfortable conversations and uh, I just think that's extraordinary leadership on your part John to uh, to facilitate this to make it happen uh, and not just to have some fun and team building but to really forge relations around principles that I think will will help the state of Montana uh, and those that you interact with in a big way. Uh, we've got just about a minute left, John, and I wanted to jump to one more thing really quickly uh, because I know you've uh, you've written a couple of children's books, uh, and you've, your son has actually been the star of those children's books, and I think this applies, too, in terms of our civility and really making sure we're looking out for everybody. Sure, yeah. Our son was born four months early, and we knew that he was going to face challenges, uh, lifelong challenges stemming from that prematurity. And when he was going to start school, because he's nonverbal, I was, I was very concerned about, you know, would he be able to make friends? How would they be? How would he be perceived? And so I, I wrote these children's books that kind of tell his story in a sensationalized superhero way, but really get at the heart of uh, accepting people of all abilities. And uh, it's been a tremendous success. Uh, he has such great peers in school, great teachers, and they're very welcoming. And so those have been a tremendous success. They're called the Adventures of Jack Dance, which is his nickname. Oh, I love that. That is uh, fantastic. John Benyon, uh, great leadership, driving to principle, whether it's the children's book or making sausage, uh, literally and figuratively with uh, political folks. Uh, That's great leadership. We wish you the best in your uh, run for attorney general there in, in Montana. And appreciate you joining us to, again, great leadership and great principles on the program today. Yeah, thanks. For, and let me know if you want to do one down in uh, Utah. All right, we'll do that. We'll do some Utah sausage. That'll be a, that'll be a good thing. Uh, thanks so much, John. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Very good. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside. We're going to talk more about these principles. Going where you're not welcome or may not be uh, expected. Uh, It's such a big part of leadership. John just demonstrated it in a big way. Much more to come. It's a Religious Freedom Day today. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News on Inside Sources. Back with Kelsey Dallas uh, talking religious freedom at 1235. Stay with us.